0: About gamer glasses have you thought about getting those yellow like, tinted no gamer like Tony glasses. Stark glasses yes. yeah no, I
1: don't know or maybe blue light glasses so Sam has blue light glasses they're just do fake. they work uh, no but they went really well with me <laughs> being painted blue uh, for Halloween <laughs>
0: wait a second <laughs> You quickly no they don't work and second off wait how did they help like she wore blue light glasses as to not damage her eyes from looking at you while you were tobias <laughs> fluke or what's his name uh, T- uh, tobias funke funke yeah okay we were talking about your costume on my stream and everyone was trying to type out how to pronounce his last name in the chat and I, it was going terribly <laughs>
1: Fiunke. okay yeah.
0: I have I've seen like the first 10 episodes of uh, Arrested Development, but I definitely it's like one of those cult classics that like is heavily referenced in meme yeah. culture that I, it, I miss out on. OK,
1: so it is definitely one of those shows where like if you're not like you have to get the humor and then you realize how funny it is. Kind of like The Office and sure. like Always Sunny was that way at first where you're like. I don't think this is actually that good. And then once you understand what they're going for, it's so funny. Okay. Like every, every time I watch an episode, I'm laughing out loud.
0: I might have to give it another chance just because I also watched it when I was so young yeah. that I probably would, didn't really get he, it.
1: And, and that's a good segue for like Jason Bateman, Ozark. Okay. Like that, that show is like premier television. I've been
0: told that it's like up there with breaking bad it as is. far as quality yeah. goes. How many seasons is it? It's only three. It's only two seasons right now. And they're it's making It's still coming out. Season, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's the same kind of thing where it's like a comedy dad yes. from like a sitcom becomes like dramatic actor. Yeah. In like- and J- and Jason Bateman's like good. He's a good actor. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Ah, there's too much TV to watch. There's,
1: there's too much yeah. because another one is like my Halloween dive was Midnight Mass. Yeah. Which is, was so, so good. I didn't, I mean, the it's good it's it's worth watching sure but, sure but it was definitely like for the season right like i'm not i don't want to watch midnight mass in december yeah it's, it fits the halloweeny vibe yeah well ever since
0: i got old enough to watch horror movies like not just meet the rating for the movies like requirements but also just personally i feel like i can handle scary stuff like yeah. legit horror at this point in my life i've tried to incorporate new stuff every year and um I enjoy dabbling in horror, but yes. I'm not the type of dude to like queue up a horror movie right on July 15th. You know, like it has to be yeah. the season for something. I like
1: usually that I try to have me. like a list of things that I want to watch like during Halloween or like during Christmas. I never really hit all of them, but I hit some of them, yeah. which I feel yeah. is, is good enough. But I didn't really watch any scary movies this year. It well, was kind of just Midnight Mass. That okay, was it. but I mean, it's
0: a show,
1: right? So, it is a show. Yeah, yeah. it's like eight
0: episodes. So There's a good for, like, amount. A, yeah um i was we like this month uh i got into great british bake-off okay and have you heard of it <laughs> um no it's uh well like my girlfriend loves it like her whole family loves it and they were always talking about it and we got post squid game we were free agents for television free shows agent. Yeah. and she was already watching it so she's like here just try it and it's a baking competition show is it like it's a reality show right yes yeah okay the way that it's filmed it's definitely a reality show when it has a classic like reality tv editing magic that makes everything like more intense but they bring in 12 bakers or on some seasons they bring in 13 and they call it a baker's Baker's dozen dozen, yes and they compete in like each week has a theme and they try to bake within that theme uh or they don't try they have to bake within that theme and they have two uh uh, judges who are deciding what they like, and it's very, very subjective. Like it's, it's them just deciding whether or not they liked it. And the two, one of the judges' name is Prue. I don't remember her last name. And then there's the um, like the gordon ramsay type judge his name is paul hollywood yeah and he's such like a mythical character like he has these steely eyes and he's always like they always edit it where like one of the bakers is doing something they're like oh no i messed up and they're like oh they look over to the side and paul hollywood is like staring them down and he's not mean he's definitely not mean like the, the whole show is so unbelievably Pleasant like the, the bakers Are all friends with each other like they're They're competing of course but none Of them are like I I want to send That guy home like yeah. I'm gonna Destroy him like they all are like super supportive Sometimes like if they're running out of time Like one of them has already completed their bake and the other one Hasn't they'll like run over there and help them And stuff and it's just so uplifting And positive positive. plus it's British so everybody has yeah. amazing oh, the lingo. Accent. yeah Oh my gosh There was like the current season there was this Girl named Preya and I, I I don't remember what part of like england she's from but her accent was unbelievable it was hilarious everything that came out yeah. of her mouth because it just sounded like she did not give a shit at all about what she was talking about but she did but her accent made it, it just made sound it like s- oh my like that is so unbelievable like <laughs> it just sounds
1: and it was good so you get that That's yeah like an added bonus the uh, um Sam and I watched a season of Love Island together. That's okay. Another British reality TV show. And yeah, the lingo's all there. Like, I love when they say, like, saying that you're a proper fit bird. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, like that was just yeah. random house jargon at that point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And that's a big part of it. But overall, you start getting invested in these bakers because every week, like, they send somebody home episode one, which sounds really brutal. Like, you would have. Like, it's almost cruel. It's like, you made it to the Great British Bake Off. Just kidding. You get to go (laughs) home. Because this show, it's in its ninth season, or they call it... Oh, my gosh. There's a different word they use for it. I can't remember. Wait, like, they don't call it seasons? Yeah, they use some other cheeky word that's, like, baking-related, but... um maybe batch or something like oh, that the ninth like, batch yeah something like okay. that it's not batch but it's something similar anyways it's not season but they're in their ninth iteration of the show and uh at this point the people on the show are self-aware of what the show is you know okay where they'll be like oh my gosh like i w- watching at home you don't think that it's like this you know like so that's how far they've gotten into it and uh but the thing is, like at this point, I'm fully invested in these bakers, and I also love that I'm watching the as it's coming out. Because when we started it, we were binging like, the hell out of it, mm-hmm. because we thought we could see the whole season. And then we finish episode seven, and then there's no next episode. We're like, wait a second. What do you mean there's no <laughs> next episode no like and then we realized now we have to wait for it to come out every friday oh yeah so what was originally like a classic binge has now just seamlessly merged into like the weekly like update yeah. and i am kind of excited about that but in that moment it was a crushing realization to yeah, find oh, out of that course. the show we were binging because we're like what do we do for the rest of the night like i was fully planning on just watching, watching people more, bake. yeah and uh, but it's great. It's it's uh, it's definitely one that like has both of our interests. And um, and I do like Paul Hollywood. His Paul Hollywood is. I, I say that he's like Gordon Ramsay, but it's like he's a celebrity baker, and maybe he's a chef. I, I don't know if he just does baking. And uh, but like he's well accomplished yeah. prior to this. show. I wonder show. what
1: kind of like prerequisites he has to to warrant him being the judge yeah you know,
0: like and i thought for sure paul hollywood would be a stage name yeah like that sounds like no, wait that's not a stage that's name? his real name we wow. looked it up at least on wikipedia because usually wikipedia yeah. will say you know paul hollywood jones or something right, or, right. or like dunshire because he's british but like <laughs> it, it's it's uh it is his actual name which is it's just amazing and yeah. they do treat him like a mythic character but anyways i'm, I'm that's enough rattling on about uh, f- uh, Bake Off. I'll just say I'm Team Jurgen. Okay, uh, but I uh, yeah, also think, I know what that means. I also think Giuseppe could definitely like the Italian could definitely take it all. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. This season, like the the two best bakers by far have been the German and the Italian. Yeah, uh, which is it. Interesting. Uh,
1: it wouldn't be the first time this year that a uh, the Italians brought it home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take that, uh, Britain. So, uh, but yeah, I've
0: I've definitely been enjoying that. I, uh, when's the last time you've been,
1: uh, to see a show? Like when's the last time you went and saw some live music? The last time I saw something live was I saw Hamilton performed Ah, in Baltimore. Nice. So like by the local music troupe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. It was local. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't traveling. Like they, the Baltimore show, they put on Ah, other stuff too. Wow. I don't know what they're doing now, but sure. Sure. When Hamilton was there, I was like, you we saw the rotating stage yes. and, Yeah, yeah oh, it was all gosh. super cool um you know Sam and I got all dressed up and stuff it was it was fun but before that i saw childish gambino live in dc and that was awesome cuz that was the um uh the this is america tour ah. so he performed like all of his hit songs and it was amazing yeah, yeah but i have stuff lined up so i before covid i wasn't much of a Concert goer, not much of a concert head. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a music head. Yeah, but it's opened my eyes to like want to do that stuff more. So I've got stuff lined up. Like going into COVID, I I had tickets to see A Wonder. I had tickets to see Glass Animals. I've and, seen both of them. Yeah, they're both great. Both fell through, obviously. Right. And but now I'm seeing. I have tickets to Glass Animals again. Nice. Um, and Sam and I are going to see the Wombats, which is like a band that she introduced me to cool. that I like a lot. Cool, also british um, oh, yeah, but so that I've got those lined up right now okay well yeah.
0: i I recently went and saw big gigantic uh, okay at the is the biggest show in town right uh, down there in uh Huge, even at uh, Red Rocks in <laughs> that was in Denver. Yeah, Denver. Yeah. yeah. Here, Which, Red Rocks is like a transcendent experience. It's a really musically. cool venue. Yeah, I would definitely recommend going if you ever get the chance. It's really cool because,
1: well, like the way it's set up is that there's just the one stage that everyone looks at. Yes, unlike when you see a someone in a stadium and you would could sometimes be sitting behind the stage. Yeah, or, or at a weird angle where you wouldn't be able to see
0: everything. That's definitely true, and it's also built into the rocks that are naturally there yeah it's a very it it almost seems like something that would exist in like guitar hero or something where it's like you know or or like this is i'm not the best example but like think of something like mario golf where they're like this is the jungle course and so like the jungle is existing here and the golf like you're golfing on top of a tree here yeah like it's like built into it like it very seamlessly is part of For the most part, the natural formation. I mean, there's obviously parking lots and and stuff like that, but it's... You really never feel like you leave being in nature. And there's, like, all these stories of the way Red Rocks used to be before it was as commercial where rock climbers would climb over the rocks to be able to watch concerts for free. Wow. It's, like, the the cost of admission was, like, the effort you put into climbing in. That's so cool. Yeah, and now those people get arrested and they can't do that anymore. (laughs) But uh, there's, like, the legends. Like, I was there with a guy from Denver, and he was, like, telling me that his dad used to do, like, in the 70s, he used to do, like, hella drugs and then rock climb into Red Rocks to wow. witness concerts. It So I mean, Amazing. sounds awesome. I'm sure there's definitely people who got hurt doing that, and, you know, maybe you could say there's a net positive of stopping people from doing that, but th- it sounds epic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what i when I was there, seeing Big Gigantics, Have you ever heard of Big Gigantic?
1: Um, would I know any of their songs? I feel like they sound familiar. I don't but... think so. Um, I didn't. And the
0: reason we saw them is just because we wanted to go to Red Rocks while yeah. we were in Denver. We were there for a couple of days, and that was the show cause Big Gigantics from Denver. So apparently every year they do a show in in Red Rocks, multiple shows, actually. And it's EDM. So oh okay, a lot of, like, you know, bass drops and yeah you know, uh just stuff like that and one of the th- i finally came to the realization that going to concerts and playing basketball have very similar skill sets that if you have them you are going to enjoy your time more and uh okay and and at, as a person who's like in the 51st percentile for men's height i feel like i benefit from this but like first off natural height is yes ab- like being ab-
1: taller than everyone you could see the stage better yes right because
0: at red rocks there's no assigned seating it's like kind of first, first come, come first, first serve. serve but it's it's not even like there's defined seats they're all benches so it's like big old benches that go across the entire thing. There's no middle aisle. You come in on both sides and it's just a long bench on every okay. row. So you can't really save your seat. I think they are designated like this is row 23G or whatever, but it's like there's there's not even like armrests or anything that would distinguish one seat from another. So Basically, there's no holding on to your seats if other people are just crashing in on you and they want to take your spot. Damn. So if you want to stick with your friends and you want to hold on to, like, spots, you uh, you have to box out. Box and, out? Okay. Yeah, and being able to box out is a huge, like, a like, benefit. if yeah. you, If you've got that, you know that box out gold badge uh in 2k you can hold out on these people and, and hold down your spot that's important at red Rocks, but it's also important at like any music festival yeah. where you're just standing in a field
1: and people are pushing in on yeah. you oh, it's i mean it's a good thing that there's no like refs or anything because you would get you know fouled w- for uh i for wish for there being were in refs. the being in your spot for too long in the paint yeah it's such a weird mix because you're in a place where it's like very vibey
0: everybody's there to have a good time but then there's also people who are like. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Like, I'm taking your spot. It's mine. Yeah. And it's like, dude, no. Like, That's, I, uh, on principle, I can't let that happen. Basic so, society norms. Dude. It is. <laughs> it is. And honestly, at Red Rocks, I would say, like, I've been there a few times. And, like, if you want to avoid that, just don't try to be near the front. Just, like, head towards the back. And you, first off, there is actually kind of a really epic view of, like, if you're sitting near the top of the amphitheater at Red Rocks, because the stage is, like, at the bottom. And then, it, like, this amphitheater goes up and up. Mm-hmm. And if you're near the top, you can see over the stage and Denver is in the skyline oh, in the background. Cool. Yeah. And the first time I went to Red Rocks, there was a storm in Denver, but not at
1: Red Rocks. Oh, that's so, so awesome. Was, as the you like, could, like, as the it. sun
0: went down, it became dark, the city lit up, and then lightning started to like oh, my strike God. That's on so the horizon. Amazing. Yeah. It yeah. was a
1: great experience. and that what concert was that one?
0: that was glass animals so so awesome yeah that was that was who i saw first when i went and i didn't even know about like the mythic of red rock at that point like it was because i was an intern and the company took me to red rocks and i was just like okay and yeah it was awesome so it was um yeah, Red Rocks is a cool, cool place. But again, these basketball skills are important. I, I didn't, this didn't matter at Red Rocks, but I also feel like rebounding is an important skill. Is it? When you're in a crowd like this. Yeah, because sometimes at concerts, they throw out like t-shirts or other oh, prizes. Oh, so you got to
1: get up and grab if the you bag. Can, yeah, you know? if you
0: can get the board, uh, then you're you board can come, man. yeah, you can take home a free souvenir. So um, I, I don't know. That's why I've been I've been really working on my game. Yeah. In preparation. And,
1: uh, yeah. and you're forgetting basic endurance, dude. You don't want sit, to sit on the bench that's right yeah out there
0: and yeah endurance in that sense like being able to stand up for a long time and also not be like going to the bathroom like having bladder endurance right because that's the number one way to lose your spot you don't
1: want to you don't want to pull like a paul pierce and get like carried off of the concert floor to go to the bathroom and then come right back right right
0: (laughs) because we all know what happened to paul pierce so (laughs) it uh yeah. So it was that was like something I definitely realized after my most recent trip to to Red Rocks. It's uh, you know, you gotta box out. Yeah. You gotta get your rebounds. And then you obviously just need to be naturally tall. And and that's like probably the most important one. And that's kind of how basketball works too. Cause just being a naturally tall person, I mean, as long as you're okay with blocking people behind you, it's just it's yeah. just an overpowered attribute. So it was uh that's kind of how, how it went. When I was out there, I I, I want to go to more shows. I don't know where like right now what the next show I'll go to is. But dude, I th-
1: I thought I I for it. sure, I thought for sure Sam and I were going to see Harry Styles. Yeah, did not end up happening. Why? What happened? Well, one of the nights, like the like the perfect window that that it could have happened, I had to. I was like working a shift that I couldn't get out of, so it just would have been go to the concert and then go to work. Uh, and the concert was in DC at the time. I see. But also. I don't know if anyone knows this, but Harry Styles tickets are insanely ex- expensive. How? How is? How like, insane? Th- like, like you're for the pit. It was like four thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah, like, and then like nosebleed seats were like cracking a grand.
0: What? Yeah,
1: it's. Th- but what was happening is, but, like the regular, like just the regular value of the ticket was like three hundred bucks. So still pretty expensive for, to sit in the nosebleeds. Wow. But. Um, but bots were buying them and reselling them because people are buying those tickets. Yeah, because yeah. they want to see him. Because his tours have been amazing. I've seen them on like just seeing them on TikTok. Like people are people are losing their minds that is seeing him. Incredible. I yeah. have no idea. That is so much money. Uh, oh,
0: man, I mean, was it that much to see One Direction?
1: Um, I don't think
0: so. Were parents on the hook for multiple? I'm thousands sure it was. I'm sure it was expensive to but take I don't know their about, daughter to I don't see know One about Thousands of dollars. Oh my gosh, that would be. I don't, i've definitely never spent that much on one ticket i definitely yeah. spent hundreds of dollars because the nfl ain't cheap oh no it's not it's yeah it's honestly kind of a ripoff that's that's why college sports is well okay i say
1: that it's Co- hilarious. I mean the college games are expensive too right It
0: depends on who your team is oh
1: i guess that's true too. because
0: i said that i was talking to a clemson fan a mutual friend of ours and i was like yeah at least college games are cheap right guys and he was like well, not when you have a good team. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> damn it, you're t- you're right. You're still right. Because the last time the Gamecocks were good, I was still a student, so I wasn't paying for my tickets there either, or at least True. not directly. I was probably uh financing my tickets via my tuition, via in tuition, some way. Yeah. And you still had to like fight for your ticket. Well, you did. Yeah, at, at first, as a ev- freshman,
1: eventually it was it was relatively easy to get a ticket.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, it was. And then especially after we after Spurrier left, it was really easy to get a ticket. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see the Gamecocks tomorrow. I haven't been back in the stadium since, since Alabama, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the last time I had you in person on the podcast, uh, here at least. It was, yeah. It was here for the Alabama game. And uh, yeah, I'm not super hopeful. I was... always want the Gamecocks to win, but Florida is already a 19-point favorite. Wow.
1: <laughs> Away. Away, yeah. Oh Even though God. they have the same record as us. They're 4-4. Four and four. Why I I haven't paid attention to all of college football. I don't know why they're good. Um, because they were it was Trask and Pitts, and sure. they're both gone. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're good. Oh, we I been think it's just maybe that it's weird. bad. Yeah, it's just the Gamecocks are so bad. Yeah,
0: but I still, I'm gonna be out there and rooting for them, and I'm gonna be tailgating yeah. hard. That was something we talked about last time you were here. But like, that's all you can do. That's all you can do is you pace. can't influence the game, but you can influence the tailgate. So it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time at the tailgate gonna be uh and seeing a lot of people. Like football's a good reason to come back to school. Yeah. And say hey to everybody. So everybody's it's been a be while. There.
1: Like just being in the uh like I never see Carolina merch anywhere and it was cool like <laughs> as soon as i landed in the airport do you ever would... wear it to be like that guy sometimes to be i the, do the like, individual so uh i have long hair now and sometimes uh-huh. i don't i'm not gonna do it for work because i'm getting up so early so i wear What do you mean you're not gonna do it for work like i'm not gonna you're make gonna it do your hair yeah, i'm gonna do my hair wow, yeah right okay
0: um but no i get that yeah. i used to i used to have a pretty involved hair routine with gel and yeah using a blow dryer sometimes and uh
1: it, you know doing that every day is a, it's yeah a, very and big so, investment. So, uh, so I wear a hat, yeah. and and I have my emergency hat in my car, which is now my Final Four game cocks Ah, hat. so if I if I need it, if I because the hat that I wear mostly is my Super Bowl Bucks hat. Ah, yes, yeah. I have to flex on my coworkers. Oh but,
0: yeah, no flex forever more. Yeah, you know, that hat will always retain its value. I, uh yeah, I mean, I liked doing that when I was in OKC, like being like the lone cock. Yeah, it, it, it's like a but I think that's also a little bit of my personality where like I I like to be like, oh, I'm not like the others. Like you you're like the red you're wearing is for Oklahoma and the red I'm wearing is for South Carolina. Yeah, we're not the same. We are not the same. And I'm different. I'm built. Different. <laughs> I'm built. Different. I was different, literally dude. built in a different state. Yeah, but it's uh now i'm back here and it's like oh okay well now i do the opposite i wear thunder gear people oh, are like, oh yeah oh he's he from likes, OKC yeah he's this guy clearly lived in oklahoma for yeah. at least two years this guy and must really love basketball right to watch the thunder play yeah <laughs> this guy really is a student of the game if he's willing to watch this garbage team put it together um i mean do you have any hot takes on the lakers
1: um I haven't really paid attention to basketball that much either. Have you So you, I mean do you know how things have been going with I the, know, the I, Westbrook experiment? I know well I know that they've been losing games that they should be winning. Like they blew like a 30 point lead or whatever it was. Yeah, and um, they've yeah, they've been
0: and LeBron has a uh, rectus he has, abdominis, he hurt his butt, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that where your no, rectus I don't, abdominis? Is where your rectus is.
0: abdominis? Um but he I, I saw that and i was like i've heard that in like one of the youtube videos i watch for ab workouts it was like this one's going to hit your rectus abdominis yeah. and and lebron hit his too hard apparently but yeah apparently it hasn't been going great but i don't know i just i believe in those guys the uh
1: i mean the whole thing about that is i feel like you can't just throw superstars together and then just be good like it's better to have like your team be good and then add a superstar sure. so like the way the warriors did it where they were all part of the team then they all became elite and then they added Kevin Durant and they took him to the next level right right even though they were already next level before that right um but to in this to the instance next, next level like I know AD and LeBron are good but it's still early in in their relationship
0: well yeah and they're also really good when AD is healthy yeah and it's crazy to think that despite like he's basically the youth on that team. Everybody else is older than yeah, him. Yeah, everyone's old on but that team. But he's the biggest liability for injury. Yeah. I mean, he's not that young. He's like 29, but still. It's that's going to be I think what well, Yeah, we this still have rosters like I think
1: on. the Thunder are like r- insanely young. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, Which like Josh the-
0: Giddy, the have you heard of him? No. They're their number one draft pick. I think he was the number 3 overall pick this last year. He's like a uh like his story is that a draft analysis for him was that he was like, his weakness was the entire game of basketball. (laughs) Like the, um, the like different metrics that they were like, you, you know, you see those draft kind of, uh, like, graphics they put up on the tv where it's like you know strengths and weaknesses and josh giddy's weakness was like inside scoring outside scoring mid-range passing like playmaking rebounding uh, yeah everything yeah awareness like it was like this laundry list of stuff what the ball is right right (laughs) and he is um like he's from i think it's australia and uh he's just like when they took him at three, people were like, oh my gosh, the the thunder like totally blew it. I, I think it was three, but they took him really early and they were like, w- w- nobody expects him to go this early, but so far he's been amazing. Really? And yeah, his thing cool. that at least I'm picking up on is that he's got really good passing ability. Like he okay. does those types of passes where like he just like hurls the ball super hard and like it skip bounces across like straight into the pocket. Yeah. Of one of his players. What, and what position layup. does he play again? He's uh, like shooting guard. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no. I say that because of his size. Maybe he plays point guard. Like I don't know what the okay. official designated is. But he's a he's a is. smaller man. He's yeah, not, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not a board. He's man. definitely not. Yeah, okay. he's definitely not a big man. But it's got me excited about the future. Like this is the first one where you're like, oh, this guy might be a transcendent talent where the Thunder could build around him. Yeah. moving forward. I mean, we already do have SGA, but. I mean, SGA is good and like has c- continues to take step forward, steps forward. But not a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's the next Kawhi or he's the next right. such and such player." Where it's like he definitely is going to be a star. It still seems like it, it could. The future could be cloudy with that one. So I don't know. Still holding on to fanhood there. I mean, you do you, do you align yourself with the.
1: Uh, uh, Washington Wizards. Sincerely. Not really. So I mean, close. I mean, like I've been to a preseason game and I've been to a regular season game, but since I've lived there, because the regular season game I went to was when I visited yeah. Washington back, and I still lived in South Carolina at the yeah. time. So I actually haven't been to a regular season game, but stuff doesn't really line. Like it's hard to schedule with work. Yeah, because work is just so all over the place, especially throughout the pandemic. But sure, sure. Well, but
0: basketball, I. One thing I liked about living in OKC was that basketball tickets are not that expensive, mm-hmm. especially if it's against like a team that doesn't really have like I saw them play the Pacers a few times cuz it was like thunder pacers tickets twelve dollars it's like wow yeah i can do that yeah that's nice. i mean that was for nosebleeds in what Still they called loud. loud city loud city yeah that was the third that's like there's like three tiers to the uh chesapeake energy arena uh-huh. which i think has now been renamed but that's what it was called when i was there and the top one was called uh loud city and
1: and was the the court
0: was bricktown uh no no <laughs> <laughs> that was down downtown was Bricktown, but yes, I mean, sometimes it was Bricktown, especially when Westbrook was shooting from the perimeter. It's so disappointing that he's a bad shooter. Like, I didn't know anything about basketball when I first became a Westbrook fan, and I was like, oh, he's elite, you know? All the good players are good at shooting, and it's, like, so not true. Yeah. He takes such garbage shots, like inefficient shots. But I'm already emotionally attached to Russell Westbrook, so I like him no matter what. But
1: I, his game disgusts me. Um, to, to me, he has the biggest um, affiliation for me with Vine. Like, yeah. Like, one of my strongest memories of Vine is all the Russell Westbrook shit I was seeing. Yeah. Russell
0: Westbrook and Cameron Payne. Cameron
1: doing, Payne they're doing the dances together. Yeah. yeah. Doing the hit them folks.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. That honestly and would, was the thing that like I turned a corner and like yeah. I like basketball and, now. And
1: you would see and you would see the edits where like when they would hit it like thunder, which would, would boom, and like lightning, which yeah. Oh my gosh! You want to talk about how much
0: they played songs that reference thunder and lightning at that arena? <laughs> that uh, who is it? Is it Imagine Dragons? The lightning and the thunder. Oh like, yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck got played a lot in there too. Yeah, there was any song you can think of that reference thunder or lightning like uh was definitely being played in that arena which i mean good you know i think thunder is a really interesting idea for uh, a mascot i guess or team name yeah. whatever you want to call it it's uh i mean it's
1: cer- it's definitely different yeah it's unique
0: yeah. which you know i mean if the miami basketball team can take credit for like the concept of heat then we can take thunder. <laughs> Concept of heat. Uh, yeah, there, there's not specific heat, just the idea. Right. And really what's interesting is that coldness is just the absence of heat. Heat is everything. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really interesting that they would take, they would take such an all-encompassing, uh, you know, Low, well, everyone mascot. knows
1: that Miami is where it's the hottest, so
0: I guess it yeah, well, has to be. I actually have heard that a lot. It's definitely because I i have somebody that I work with now who's from Miami, and they're constantly saying that like Columbia is not hot at all. Wow, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because so, Columbia is hot, it's very hot. Yeah. It definitely frustrates hey, but me Not here. right now, I'm sitting there, yes, not today, but generally, I'm sitting there sweating it out and to hear that it's not even hot at all just absolutely yeah. then that uh, my blood does boil which allegedly it would do naturally if i was if in miami you're in miami yes so it's uh yeah that's that's that although i mean it's what even is the lakers like cuz
1: well the i want to... they're from somewhere yeah, else don't quote me on this yeah. but they're i think they're they're from somewhere else that was near lakes, okay, and that's where the Laker name comes from. So, what is a Laker? Somebody who goes to the lake, I guess, or, yeah,
0: or maybe they from the lake, right?
1: I think I think it's like uh, like, like swamp people, 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 yeah, swamp people, or <laughs> like if you live on like Lake Kiowi, right? Sure. you're a Laker. You're a Laker. Or, Laker. You're just someone who goes there. You don't even have to live there. Someone who goes there. I, I think they it should would be the somebody they who be the spawned beaches, out yeah. of it. They were they. Like, oh, they they're from the yeah, lake. They're like like frogs. so like like the swamp monster right or exactly okay. or the lochness monster the Loch Ness that's a monster. laker yeah oh yeah, yeah. Lake Loch Ness. why didn't they sign him right
0: they could he's got he's got he's, tremendous reach yeah he's probably healthier than ad oh so. yeah but he's a total enigma you know you never know what he's thinking you know i think it's contract yeah. negotiations well, the
1: other thing is is people can't see him either yeah they, 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 you only have like blurry images of him <laughs>
0: appearing that's right yeah Would he get lost on the court that could that could work for yeah. both you. well that could work against both teams actually so yeah and um did you i think we talked about this when it happened but the milwaukee bucks i'm a big uh big bucks guy now oh are you like yeah. i'm not like a fan of them or anything because i my allegiance is solely to the thunder but i'll watch the bucks play because Giannis is I mean, really in his bag yeah at this it's point.
1: it's insane to watch him play i mean he's he's literally a freak of nature he, yeah he is he's a greek
0: freak which also it is cool to see the international wave yeah like, Through the NBA, which it's not like it's just happening now, but we're definitely in like the most
1: international era of basketball ever. And you're also seeing that like in uh, the World Cup, or not the World Cup, the Olympics. Yes. Um, Because like USA, I know we won the whole thing, but it wasn't like it was how it used to be where you just crush. Everyone. Yeah.
0: We lost back to back exhibition games, which had like never happened. Yeah. And we just yeah, there was like a level of competitiveness that
1: we hadn't and, seen and before. A lot of people like I was watching it I was watching those exhibition games with Sam's family. Yeah. Because we were at the beach. Sure. And her dad was just saying, Oh, it's because of the coaching staff and these players are all superstars. They don't want to play together and all that. But I, I think it's legitimately because everyone else is it's all in response to how good we were at basketball back then. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I it's mean, it's just we have to be better. Everybody
0: brings their A game against Team USA, but yeah. I think it's a litany of things. Like, number one, the international com- community has gotten better at basketball. Yeah. And to pretend that that's not true is is ludicrous. They're like, if you just like Luka Donjic is one of the best players and he's not American. Yeah. You've got Rudy Gobert, one of the best defensive players. He's not American. Like, even just like, more or less like quote unquote average NFL or NFL NBA players are getting better. Like um, Ricky Rubio, who was playing amazing as well. And it's like you, there's just more talent out there outside of the United States. So that's, that's number one, but also the rules to the Olympics are slightly different than the American rules than the NBA because fouling is different.
1: It's it's, yeah. The international rules are more like college basketball, right?
0: I actually don't know because I I don't know what the difference is. I think (laughs) that's, well, I think that's why
1: they, uh, the head coach is almost always from a college Ah, school.
0: Interesting. Yeah. But the, the one thing that I was told is like a big difference is the refs don't call fouls as easily. So there was a lot of American players doing what you're actually seeing in the regular season right now, which is like trying to draw the cheap foul and then getting like getting no whistle and giving up an easy bucket to the other team. Yeah. And um, so I think they had to adjust to that because a lot of the players were playing in a kind of a silly way and not also on the other side of the ball, not taking advantage of that kind of physicality on defense Yeah, because these other international players are like, this is how we always play. We don't play your soft, you know, f- yeah. like free game throw basketball. Now. Yeah. And quote unquote soft. Like, it, the I, I don't like when people try to characterize like the modern game as like, oh, they soft now. like yeah. It's their fault. Every era of basketball player has tried to play to their best ability within the rules that existed then. Uh-huh. So the, they didn't call fouls back in the older eras like they do now. I guarantee if they did call fouls the same way back then, they would have been flopping just as much yeah. because they're playing the game. It's just like in soccer. I hate when people are like, oh, all soccer players are wimps because like they try to draw fouls, but it's like it's how you play the game. Yeah. You don't get anything out of taking a cleat to the ankle and staying upright. That yeah, does I mean, not you, help.
1: You, you. don't because they'll, they'll give you advantage, and yeah. then if you mess up, then it's over. You know exactly. So like it's just, it's just the
0: way the game is played. But this leads us to the current era of the NBA, and or literally the current season, not even the current era, which could be the beginning of a new era in the NBA, which is where the refs are actually swallowing the whistle a lot more on fouls, like the classic jumping into the defender while they're airborne to draw the foul is like not really being called anymore yeah like it has to be a natural motion and the refs have to like judge that and it's ruining the game for like not ruining the game but it's definitely diminishing the impact
1: of some players because they can't foul bait anymore yeah they can't get to the line i hate that the nfl is like that now too what like, do you mean? I, well, not that, not that it's not like it. I wish that they would stop calling stuff as much as they do. Like uh, for instance, yeah. um, Kyler Murray like tried to duck underneath the defender to like try to avoid the sack, and he got his head taken out. Yeah, but it's not. How is that? And then they called past interference, or not pass interference, roughing, roughing the, passer. the passer. Yeah. And how how is someone supposed to? How are they supposed to predict that he's going to do that? Right. You know, it's impossible. Yeah. So that's like fouls like that shouldn't happen.
0: I agree. And it's, uh, you know, the other one that's kind of still iffy is roughing the passer when like they land on top of them. Oh, it's like, I hate that. Now yeah. you have to get like, you've, I've, I mean, I've noticed a huge change in the way that pass rushers come at the quarterback, where it's like more of trying to like push them down yeah. as opposed to clobber them to the ground. And yeah, I, I want quarterbacks to stay healthy, but it's so frustrating when your guy gets a clean lick on the quarterback. And they're like, sorry, it was too rough. Yeah. Like you can't and it's like, ah, oh, you know how hard it is to get to the quarterback? It's, it's
1: it's hard to it's hard to get to the quarterback and you've made it even more difficult. Like it's like a tiny target that they have to hit yeah. now and they have to do it perfectly. Yeah. Or it's they're not gonna get it. It's very yeah, and it really what it does is it ends up
0: kind of making defense impossible to play and it feels you feel terrible for that half of the team yeah the rules that keep getting implemented continue to just screw them over and they can't be as good as previous iterations yeah of the same position in their sport uh so but you know more points is better for viewership so more like i mean the rams patriots super bowl I loved that Super Bowl. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but a lot of people are like, "Wow, what a garbage! What Super Bowl. What a garbage Bowl. Super Bowl!" Yeah, they only gave up. Whether the Rams only scored like three points?
1: Um, it wasn't it like twelve to three or something, something like that. that.
0: Yeah, and it was just like, no, this is bad football. Well, the, like,
1: and what I hate is because people do say that, and it's and but what, the most amazing part was that the Rams were like so elite. Yeah, and Bill Belichick just mastermind how to shut them down. Not to mention, they didn't deserve to be there in the first place. That's true. It was
0: blatant, like, missed call yeah. that I, I can even like remember what happened in that NFC Championship against the Saints. So, that was... I do love seeing the Saints blow it in the playoffs though but i mean even with your hatred of the saints like don't you feel like they were completely robbed oh in they, that they, they like, were robbed but it it was
1: justified really yeah. I why hate just because I, I hate the saints they don't deserve that.
0: i i can't agree with that's, uh, that like, even if that happened to the seahawks i would be like it shouldn't have happened i would rather it not happen because it defeats the whole game for me like a lot of <clears throat> like why would you why do you even play if something like that's going to happen because I can understand a judgment call not going your way, and you're like, I don't think that that was pass interference, you know? Right. But somewhere somebody can make the case like, well, it was, and we, that's what we called it. That was clearly, like, undeniably yeah. pass interference. Right. Like, there's no way you can argue any other direction. Right. And they're like, nope, we're going to swallow the whistle. Yeah. That's actually a completely fine play, according to us. And it's like,
1: even though that it never would be, it would be called every
0: time. Yeah. It's every other team. It's, yeah. It's, it's a, the clearest case possible. So I was just like, this is, this is this makes me doubt the whole system. Like, yeah, it, you know. But some people say that about the Tuck rule. Uh, like they're like Tom Brady would never be what he was if they didn't blow that call. And everybody has their opinions on that. But I think that that is the most blatant version of it. So it's, uh, anyways. I feel bad for the Saints for that one. Drew Brees deserved better, and we deserved. Well, I was I come going back on what I just said, but it's like we deserved a better Super Bowl. But I just would have liked to have seen Drew Brees versus Tom Brady more than Jared Goff. Yeah, I guess that's Tom true.
1: Brady. Um, the uh, but yeah. had you never had that right? It's like all historic. It's all domino oh, yeah. effect, right? Because yeah. Bill Belichick exposed Sean McVay. He did and say this is how you beat them. Yeah. And then they were they sucked. After that, that next season they were they were bad. Yeah, and uh, same things happening to Patrick Mahomes. Oh my goodness! The Bucks uh, exposed him to everyone in the Super Bowl, and then Bruce he's been he hasn't been good since. Bruce Bill Belichick Arians has exposed Patrick Mahomes. Uh, It's really well, really Todd Bowles exposed him because Todd. Bill, yeah, Belichick Todd, Bill Belichick, Bowles. Belichick, bowls
0: <laughs> Todd, Bill, Tim,
1: Tebow, <laughs> Belichick, Bowls. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's a, uh, Todd, uh, Bill, Tim, Johnny Manziel, Tebow, Belichick, Bowls
0: <laughs> That's what everybody calls him. Everyone calls him that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's bizarre. Again, it's so funny like the the parallels that this episode has to the episode we did back in 2019 because we were talking about how Mahomes has the best chance of catching Brady. Like he is at that point in his career, he had won a Super Bowl in his second year as a starter yeah. and Was that the consensus of the table that he was going no, to catch oh definitely okay. not uh, we were just saying that. yeah we were just saying um that he has the best chance uh-huh. based on his tra- career trajectory to that point yeah um and because we we're like who's been this good at football this quickly and i guess um yeah at that point i don't think he even had a super bowl right yeah. well um, it would have been 2019 so he was on his way to his first That was the season yeah. he got his first one that was his that was MVP season yeah uh no it was after his mvp season okay right? Because Lamar got the MVP the year that Mahomes won it. But, anyways, he was like, we were talking about how he was on his way because nobody had played that good since then. And basically, or until then, or or that quickly in their career. But basically, since then, up until like two weeks ago, Mahomes had been like an elite tier. Yeah. I would even say that during the Super Bowl, even though the team did badly, he did. I mean, he did, yeah, he mean, he did everything
1: he could do. Like right. he was making throws that no one should be making,
0: right? And it, multiple big throws that definitely should have been caught. Yeah, that like dudes were getting hit in the face mask with yeah. the ball and not mm-hmm. catching it. So, but these last two weeks have been weird. They have like, been weird, weird. Where it's like it's like, oh, Mahomes uh, hasn't done anything in the first half. Well, he'll drop five touchdowns in the second half. Like he'll he'll yeah. come back. He always does. You know they're they're losing twenty four to nothing to the Texans. Oh well, they'll just yeah they'll come back. They'll come back in one quarter, and it just hasn't been happening.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, one thing that we talk about at work a lot is that Patrick Mahomes is the luckiest quarterback of like that we've ever seen. Really, he makes throws that like if you replace him. With Jameis Winston, and he makes the same play, it's going to be an interception because well, he's just unlucky enough to where it's not unlucky, that is it's a bad theory. throw. And, but I maybe it's like the essence of Tyreek Hill where he just chucks it and Tyreek is really good at finding the ball, but that happens too much where I think now it's just based on it not being a likely scenario to right keep, to keep that he's up. he's
0: regressing to the mean yeah because you know? people
1: are like oh we got him rolling out to the right he's gonna chuck it deep to tyreek i'm just gonna pick it off yeah
0: yeah that's an interesting take I honestly I I don't know how to explain it. They just look bad. And I mean their defense is also very bad. Yeah,
1: well, it's uh I saw one thing where it's Patrick Mahomes isn't really actually pl- like I know it's it it looks bad, but he's not For really, fantasy he definitely For is. fantasy he's playing bad, but <laughs> he's not actually playing that bad. Like he's still in the top 10 PFF grade or whatever. Uh-huh. But average quarterbacks with bad defenses are bad football teams. Ah. A you could take you can have an average quarterback and a good defense, say the Patriots. Yeah. And that's a good football team. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, no, defense is super important. I mean the uh 2019 Niners, uh I mean we did have explosive offense at times, but like the defense really was the engine yeah. behind that one. And then you can have a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo and go to the right. Super Bowl. Um so I I yeah, no, I definitely agree with that which is again going back to the rule like enforcement of the rules it's frustrating when you see defense get neutered because you're yes. like that's you're removing that option now you're making it so only offense is important so um but yeah i don't know right now at this point in the season the niners are not looking so hot we did just win against the bears but unless they can build on that momentum this season is like looking like it's already pretty lost especially um, when you're sharing the division with the cardinals and the rams yeah not to mention the seahawks who they're going to get russell wilson back and
1: they're just going to start winning like did uh when justin fields had the play of the year <laughs> against you against you like were you having like russell wilson like uh, flashbacks uh, sure yeah I mean I guess because he did I he's mean, not he, the
0: only quarterback who does that to us anymore though like really yeah because Kyler Murray does that I guess has yeah, Kyler Josh Allen too. did that to us when he played him like yes I mean it does hurt but it's like at this point it's just that happens to defenses that go up against mobile quarterbacks and it's it's less that I'm enraged that it's happening to us again and more that I'm excited that we finally have a quarterback on the roster who can do that yeah. Trey Lance has already done stuff like that to other yeah. teams like specifically the Cardinals when we played them where it was like oh they've got they bagged up all of our wide receivers and coverage like there's nowhere to go with the ball and, and then takes Trey off. Lance runs you know the, the, in totality like 30 yards but he gains 10 yards yeah. and we get a first down on a play that is completely you know covered so I, honestly, it, it wasn't that frustrating to me, and also Justin Fields has been really bad this season. Yeah. So I, at least for now, I don't feel like we missed out that much. But it makes you wonder what he would be doing in Kyle shanahan's system. Yeah. I mean, you know? what
1: what I think that the the Bears are just a terrible organization. Uh, yeah. They Matt are. Nagy is is ruining that team. Former coach of the year Matt Nagy. Yeah. Is complete. I know. Wild. Ass. Wild. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we will
0: see. I mean, Mac Jones is like... I love the cherry-pick statistics that point to Mac Jones being the best quarterback. They're like, Mac Jones, highest passer rating since it's, week it's, five. Yeah,
1: dude, it's terrible because... I mean, w- w- uh, you can look back at the last podcast where it's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes like could be the greatest of all time after two seasons. Yeah. It's impossible to tell that stuff. Like, sure. When people are like, oh, is Derrick Henry the best running back of all time? Yeah. And it's like, well he can't even finish this season yeah
0: well and the sports i i honestly can't consume like mainstream sports media because it's so hyperbolic and oh, so yeah. ridiculous it's, it's and it's all and it's all always like who has the hottest take exactly you know? yeah that's what rises to the top like, do you watch any of those shows first take or so i the
1: only way that i consume them is when they're on at work and i'm on a lunch break okay it's just on the tv yeah. and like usually what it does is it just sparks conversation with me and my coworkers versus me actually paying attention to what right. i'm saying but it's
0: just yeah yeah sure and the, that's i think it is good for that but a lot of the times the way they frame it is so frustrating like you know the like for instance in the uh the bucks uh suns playoffs or the the finals um, there was so much overreaction to every single game. Like the Bucs lose the first two games, and it's like, will the Suns like completely sweep Milwaukee? Like, is this series already over? Is Chris Paul like the greatest point guard to ever play? Yeah. And then they lose game three and they're like, is Giannis Antetokounmpo the greatest player to ever play? <laughs> like have the Suns already lost? Like, is like Devin Booker the worst clutch time shooter of all time? You know, it's like everything it has to be hyperbolic and the most of this of all time and there's just no nuance to it and there's also nobody who's talking actually believes what they're saying they're just picking up the position they have to so that there can be a debate
1: to me it seems totally outrageous that that those shows still exist yeah that people still tune in to those shows
0: especially because you can find niche sports like podcasts and youtube channels and independent
1: journalists who are
0: giving way better information yeah
1: or not even that let's say you're just like oh i just need to see the highlights from last night's game those shows don't do that that's right yeah like they are just like they'll show like a a little clip of one play yeah um i was at the gym the other day
0: oh you work out i i definitely do work (laughs) i try to mention it as much as possible i uh but i was actually on the treadmill and i was like the tv was on and uh the herd with colin Cowherd oh, was on can't stand him but i don't even i it's like i can't stand him because he's a mainstream sports commentator not because i have any particular thing about him that i don't like because i just straight up don't watch him yeah but i if like every time i hear about him it's because of another egregious take
1: oh well um yeah well i mean one of his takes was like oh baker is washed up because he thinks aliens are real like <laughs> or like he saw aliens and it's like. Dude, what are you? What are you on right now?
0: Right. Well, the one that I saw, like, I didn't even know what he was talking about because I wasn't listening. Like, I, I had headphones on, but the TV was showing. It was like Od- Odell Beckham Jr. Like has actually been getting open on every play this yeah, season. Every single Baker, play. But Baker hasn't been throwing to him. And for like a minute straight, it was cycling the same two plays where he was open. And like after he runs around, route, he's got, got his arms out. Like, how did the ball not get thrown to me? You know, but it's like, this is your evidence. Two plays right, two played plays. on loop to say this is like the entire season. This is season. enough evidence. Right. Two two plays it was just blatant like supporting his point where he's like right. odell has a right to be mad because he's been open on literally every play but baker is so selfish yeah. that he won't share uh, but ba- yeah but
1: baker has one thing on his mind and it's aliens yeah it <laughs> you can't stop
0: thinking, can't about, stop thinking about interplanetary it. travel and he doesn't <laughs> want to throw the ball to odell beckham jr and it's just like this this um narrative is clearly supposed to it plays on the like do you think Odell is good or bad conversation more than actual football analysis? And yeah. I'm which I mean, is the dorkiest thing to say, but I, that is what I like about football. You know, that's what I'm in it for. I do like the drama and stuff, of course, but in this particular conversation, I don't care about if you think Odell is right or wrong or for being like a diva. I care if he's actually been getting open or not this yeah. season, you know, and you're clearly not proving that you're right. just saying, I like Odell, so he's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's—I don't know—I like that those shows are just disingenuous and a waste of time. I respect like Stephen A. Smith, but he does the same thing. Oh well,
1: too. okay. So like another like trope of being like lunch at work was for a long stretch it was Stephen A. Smith yelling at us, the viewer <laughs> for like, and it was and and me and my coworker were just like I don't know how much more of this I can take. Like we have to change the channel because. <laughs> <laughs> he would like because i mean you know like he does his hot takes on nothing yeah and is like screaming at the person across the table yeah jeez so steven
0: cut me some slack man yeah. i'm just on my lunch break yeah. like, <laughs> sorry i i didn't have like the same take as you on you know there were like john morant's yeah like, season so far but yeah i i that that's why i can't stand those shows and um and it's why i invest in uh smaller independent creators who talk about sports because i would rather get that like well honestly it depends on the creator cuz uh, different creators offer different things but i i at least look elsewhere for that analysis yeah. instead of going to espn or, or whoever else
1: one uh one thing that i've been doing a lot so like the past few seasons i try like cuz you want to take in information from everywhere but um this particular season, fantasy-wise, I shut out all the noise. I was like, I'm just gonna go with the, my gut. Intuition? Yeah, and I'm wow. gonna like look into what I think could could be right, like, how many... How yeah. long has this guy been in the league, this yeah. situation? And, you know, you do, like, I would go on, like, Reddit or whatever and, like, look at actual stats, okay. but... Um, and you know you would you would get the occasional hot takes, but like trying to shut out the noise of other people being like, this is the guy I believe in. Yes, this is my lock of right, the because, week. Yeah, because like the guy for all the offseason, like an example of like, Brandon Ayuk, where yeah. it's like you have to have him right. everywhere. He's you can. the sleeper. Yes. Yeah, like and um, like is this the fifth round pick that wins you your fantasy league? Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Shutting all that stuff down. Definitely. Yeah. And I know
0: that you don't like the fantasy focus football podcast or whatever ESPN's uh,
1: Matthew Barry. Matthew Berry. Barry. Oh, yes. I yeah. hate, I hate well, all of that I used they, to
0: listen to it a good bit. Well,
1: I, I would always read his love hate list. Yeah. And of course, I would skip the like, here's my childhood story yeah. <laughs> of why this family recipe makes a good football team. Um, it, it really is. Yeah. Like, stru- those articles are structured like a recipe. Yeah. They there are. There's a bunch of
0: nonsense yeah, at the beginning. It's,
1: it's really like, how far do I have to scroll to to get to what I want to see right but those are now ESPN plus articles that you have to pay for yeah so no it's way. like it's Absolutely like I, I have never been farther removed from Matthew Barry
0: yeah well I like the, I remember the moment where I decided to stop listening to him was I got a notification on my phone that said Matthew Barry is a nervous Nelly about starting Andrew Luck this weekend and I'm just like nah i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i can't be getting notifications like that are supposed to be important to me and it's matthew barry telling me he's a nervous nelly no thanks i'm I'm through with it but i do think there is like going off intuition like could work out for you definitely can work out for you but there's a part of fantasy football that's luck and there's a part of it that actually is like information gathering oh yeah yeah right and I think listening to podcasts like that, where they would literally be like, here's the exact snap count. Here's the
1: stats. Target share. Yeah,
0: yeah, like um, stuff like that, where you're like, okay. Or, you know, here's what's going on at practice. Here's like some low-key information that
1: would imply that this player is actually going to start instead of Mm -hmm. this player. is That is game-changing. Yeah, that is something. So I still take stuff like that in, but there's podcasts out there, like Matthew Barry, um, where so much of it is his opinion. Right, it's like I think this, and that influences you a lot, even if you don't think it does. Right? Oh, Um, definitely. Because even if he says it, if he's like, "I really like this guy this week," and I'm like, "Mm, "I don't trust you," so therefore, now I'm not going to (laughs) start. Right. I see. So that's you blocking out the noise completely. I mean, because 2018.
0: I was a absolute every week. I was a machine with like my listening to podcasts yeah. and taking notes and being on the waiver wire and and taking care of business. And it worked out for me. I ended up winning the championship that year handily because I've I put together like a masterful season. And I'm not willing to put that effort in right now. And i'm suffering for it yeah you know and it's again it's like yeah there is a lot of luck in there but there definitely is a lot of skill in like getting like getting out what you put in to a certain yeah. extent
1: one thing that happens every season too and i i hate it because it does happen i know it's going to happen it's someone somewhere it, it could be you yeah. says this is the worst fantasy season ever yeah like, oh, regards yeah. to injuries like sure. like it's or because every it's at this point it's every week of football i'm reminded how little football i know yeah right because yeah. because every week i'm like oh yeah dude the Bengals they're gonna take care of the jets yeah jets beat them. <laughs> and it's like what is happening how do i not know things
0: yeah mike white will never lead the league yeah. in passing yards for the week right you know like yeah it's yeah i totally agree with that uh which is why i appreciate so much, my uh, the championships that I do have, including the one I currently have. You can see it over I there. I see that, yes. The trophy, I see I've it. got it right here in my living room for all to see. So, um, and you know, it's, it's a long season, longer than ever. So, I'm not counting you myself right. out yet this year. We still got plenty of time left. Um, one last thing I want to get your thoughts on sure is, um, they announced the final character for Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, it's Sora. Sora,
1: yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, I loved Kingdom Hearts too. That's one of my one of one of my favorite games as a kid. interesting Kingdom yeah. Hearts two, not King, not Hearts 1. Kingdom Hearts one, Kingdom Hearts two. Okay, um, that's because like I I actually didn't play Kingdom Hearts one. That was back I when see. like that was back when your like mom would buy you a video game and she has no idea what <laughs> what it is or what it's about. It has Donald Duck in it? Yeah. Well, it's it was like it was like my son likes video games. What should he play? And then the ah, GameStop guy or Blockbuster guy wow. was like, they should try this. Yeah, and um. So, I like Kingdom Hearts 2 a lot. It was one of those first games that I, like, beat completely. Sure. And it's, like, long and kind of difficult. Oh, yeah. It is. Um, So, I, I did like Kingdom Hearts 2 a lot. I actually haven't played as Sora. I don't have any of the DLC characters. Me neither. I'm not trying I, to spend money. <laughs> I was playing... I actually played Smash for the first time in a long time on the plane here. Yeah. Because, um, I, I like, it was like, I just want to kill an hour. Oh, so yeah. The Switch just, is great for yeah, travel. So, I was just playing that. And... I just am cool with like my characters as much as I want to like branch out, but there's so many weird ones. Yeah. I do. I like Sora. I Sora's think it's an cool. interesting choice, too, because now, like, the the titans of protecting their
0: intellectual property of joined forces.
1: Yeah, well, wh- um, when does Spider-Man enter Smash, right? Like, because uh, Sora's a Disney character, right. technically.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, definitely yeah, so he's when, a Disney so, character. So, like, so when on. is
1: it Marvel versus Capcom versus Smash, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe in the next Smash Brothers. I, uh... Uh, what's it called i saw this hilarious graphic of
1: um marvel versus a24 (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay yeah 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 and it's like uh it's like the the lamb and like uh midsummer
0: midsummer and they got the lighthouse like uh,
1: just a hilarious juxtaposition
0: i mean i would love to see uh any of the characters played by um what's his name um uh green goblin guy yeah Uh, uh Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. I would love to see him in Smash Brothers. But unfortunately, Sora is the last character. Not Willem Dafoe. Or Waluigi. I cannot believe really. that, that went on as long as it did. Uh, I've had my mind changed on Waluigi. I'm, I'm actually team like Waluigi shouldn't be in <gasps> Smash. Why? Because he's not a real character. Like, he's, he's not a real character. He's not a fleshed out actual Mario brother. Think about it. All the other Mario brothers have had their own games. Uh-huh. They all have a personality that is specific to them and yeah. independent is Waluigi, of their relationship is, to the other Mario brothers.
1: Is Waluigi, I always just assumed that he was just like evil, right? Like that's his his thing. Is that he's the I wouldn't even say evil. He's bad. Okay. Bad.
0: I would say yeah, because it's like evil, I think, is a step beyond bad where you have some sort of like truly uh horrendous or or
1: misconstrued belief system yeah
0: waluigi doesn't believe in anything
1: he we don't know right. what he believes maybe this is an opportunity nintendo if you're out there maybe there's an opportunity to have a waluigi game where they've had that opportunity for a long time they haven't done they it haven't done until it. they do that well
0: listen because mario is mario obviously uh-huh. he has all these games clearly he's he's an actual character luigi his brother his blood brother is uh has luigi's mansion yeah and he's he also, a ghost hunter yeah and he also has a unique personality that's different from mario's that makes him different he's taller he's a little bit more bashful you know the, the, when mario goes like i'm super like brave and stuff it's fine because he's always brave luigi is a little more like dynamic because he genuinely is a little bit more like ooh, yeah but, right but right. like when he has to he's like i can be a super mario brother also and that's cool so we have the two brothers who are related then right. we have wario and who, he farts. He does fart. He has his own like warehouse where they manufacture stuff and do weird, crazy, rhythmic games and, and just really depart from what we think of. Yeah. When we think of the Mario Brothers, which is fine because he's not even really a Mario Brother. He's not blood related to yeah, what is his. Luigi. E- how does
1: like I don't even know his existence. He's like, just
0: does, Mario's rival. That's what it is. And their names happen to be similar and they wear similar. So hats. they're like
1: the other plumbing company.
0: Sure. I don't even know yeah. if Wario's a plumber. I think he just dresses like that. Yeah. And so they're they're enemies, but Wario has a very... Have you ever played WarioWare? No. Oh, it's so much fun. Really? It's a great mini game game. Okay. And the I played the one for Game Boy Color, which was okay, but it had like the rumble pack on it and like tilt action. So it was, yeah. it was like pretty cool for Game Boy Color. Yeah. And then... Uh, or maybe it was Game Boy Advance. And then... The one for Wii was really good. Really? Like it really like they it was one of those games where you're like, you could only ever play this on the Wii. Yeah. You know, it was like very motion oriented. Is there and stuff a Wario like game for the Switch? Probably. I yeah. don't know. But it's a mini game game and Wario's in it, and there's like there's all these other characters that are only attached to Wario, not to Mario and Luigi. He definitely is his own character. And he has like Super Wario is like a character as well, where he's yeah, like where he's got a cape, a cape, and, cape and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then we come to Waluigi. Do you know Waluigi's origin story? Do you know where he came from? No. His first appearance in the Nintendo universe? I don't. Is it Mario Party? Mario Tennis. Wow. He was just another character in Mario Tennis.
1: What if uh, that's his origin? He's just a tennis player turned uh, Waluigi. He's literally
0: the Lola Bunny of Nintendo. Because oh. Lola Bunny was invented to be the basketball character. Yeah, right, right. And that's exactly what Waluigi is. And maybe if they had focused him on being a tennis guy, then that would be interesting, but they didn't. He's just another guy in overalls. Yeah. And he doesn't have a unique backstory. He's just if also it was is evil.
1: Purple.
0: He's, yes. What if it what if it was purple <laughs> for Mario edition? Because he's not even Wario's brother. So there's not like a parallel thing going on here. Okay. Where it's the Mario, the shorter, older brother is it, is and that the conf- confirmed brother. he's definitely is, not his, yes okay it's confirmed i thought he was yeah i thought they were all related that's why they're the mario brothers but there's yeah. only two mario brothers and the other two are just cheeky scrub lords like wario is mario's rival and then waluigi is just like
1: sort of wario's friend that they play tennis together. They play tennis together, yeah. and like they do they get evil together, shit we to together. Weak, yeah.
0: But Waluigi is definitely his sidekick. Like Wario is a fleshed out, complete character, yeah. and Waluigi is a character you can pick in multiplayer.
1: Games. So so, and because of all this, doesn't deserve to be in absolutely Smash. not.
0: Yeah. yeah, not when there's other main characters out there who should get their chance.
1: Is uh, but Daisy does,
0: also doesn't exist or doesn't exist doesn't deserve to be in there. But yeah, because um,
1: I was about to say, I'm pretty sure there's probably other characters in smash that are not like main characters right sure like but uh,
0: i would be willing to argue that they at least have like some sort of backstory I, i'd be i'd be willing to take on so, challenges I here mean, I, I, I maybe i'm wrong okay well, but, what about
1: like any of the pokemon like greninja like or like sure. incineroar they're just pokemon they don't have like like it's not like this is it's not even ash's pikachu right sure, sure like there's not a uh uh it's not a direct backstory they just are something that exists right? sure
0: and I, I guess i don't want to say that it's the exclusive thing you need to have for a character in smash brothers um like if they included waluigi i wouldn't necessarily complain yeah but the fact that he's not in there makes complete sense because you can make the case it's like yeah you have those pokemon but it's not a crime that the other thousand pokemon aren't in the game you can't okay. there's like no place to complain yeah. for that you know um again it's like Waluigi is actually like the meme is that he is nobody. He has nothing. And making him a tr- assist trophy is fair in that. Yeah. In my, and again, I think you're right. I wouldn't say that it's good that he's not in it, but it's not bad that he's not in okay. it. Okay. Is my official stance. Because, uh, yeah, as much as I love Waluigi, I think the other reason why I play as him so much is because I get to project whatever I want onto Waluigi. Yeah. Oh, well,
1: his- I, I like that he's, uh, he's like the, uh, he reminds me of the, like the Smurf villain who's um, like always oh, like yes he's, uh he what has is that guy's like the name same stash yeah it's like uh I can't remember his uh, name
0: it's he has like, a really like unique yes yes it's like
1: villain name. It's um I can't remember. Gargamel. Gargamel. That's dude. such a good yes. villain name. Right. So he like, does kind of look like, like Gargamel. Like, so that he's like uh but to me that's what Waluigi's always seemed like. So like he ha he does it's just Waluigi is bad. But you're right that he doesn't have like any sort of backstory. Yeah, he
0: just has a big nose like Gargamel. But like, yeah. Anyways. Well, that is gonna wrap up this one. Um so thanks for joining me on an episode of Apple Chat off script and, and enjoy your weekend here in uh Columbia. Yes, I'm very
1: excited. Um I'm going to a wedding, so I'm actually not going to the Carolina game. Yeah, well, but yeah, well, yeah, you're not missing out. I don't <laughs> the think thing I'm missing much. out on a lot. I think it's tailgating, sure, like, with people that I haven't seen in a while, which could, which would be fun. Yeah, but, but have uh, a hey, have a good time with the wedding. I'm excited for soda City too. Yes, I'm to soda City in so long. Um, Corey's never been. What I know that's what I said. Oh my god. So, um, do you have like a go to stand that you go to? All of them. Oh, oh. all of them. Okay. Yeah. Our, my our, girlfriend has legit eaten
0: at like every place that provides food yeah
1: i uh i i think a one that i have to go to is um mary's arepas okay that, yeah. that that's where they like give you the, the, the it's like a hot bun and then they just shovel meat in there yeah. and then you pour the delicious sauces uh, okay all yeah.
0: right yeah well we're gonna hit it up it's one of the best attractions here in Colombia, but that's gonna do it for this one so uh bye